legendary splatter classic, now uncut, uncensored, and remastered. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals, and the cities will be your tombs. In 1985, Italian horror masters Dario Argento and Lombardo Bava unleashed this landmark splatter shocker with about a group of strangers invited to a sneak preview at a mysterious movie theater, only to be trapped inside and transformed one by one into carnage-crazed monsters. It's a one-of-a-kind combination of creepy terror and relentless gore orgy featuring a pounding soundtrack of 80s metal, a throbbing score by Claudio Simonetti, and gut-churning special effects by Sergio Stivaletti. This is Demons, as you've never seen it before, with every blood-drenched frame now fully remastered for the ultimate in ooze-spewing, flesh-flaying, spine-ripping madness. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the The B-Movie Bros. Here are your B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So... Welcome once again, friends, to March, where, you know, this year, monsters are randomly causing havoc. And, uh, you know, what better way to start out, uh, monsters causing havoc than, uh, demons in a movie theater with the 1985 film Demons. Of course, a movie by Dario Argento, who is well known in the horror movie scene. Especially Italian horror films. Oh, of course. I mean, he also made... Demons 2, and some other cool stuff, so, yeah. Like, you know, Dario Gento's Dracula, and, um, I think Suspiria. Yeah. Pretty sure Suspiria. It's one of those people you just have to put his first name in front of something, and, like, people will instantly watch it, whether or not it's good. So, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Uh, Let's get the bottom out of the way. All right, this is actually tough, because this was a really good film. You want to start this off? Um, sure. So for me, number three, you know, spoiler alerts here, guys. After everything that they went through, George and Cheryl don't end up together at the end of the film. It's actually kind of disappointing seeing as how George's only motivation in this film was to get into Cheryl's pants. After everything that went on, his dick remained dry. Um, number two. So, like, there's this gang that they keep showing throughout the movie, and uh, eventually they show up at the theater, and, like, within five minutes of them showing up at the theater, they all die. Like, uh, now, I understand that it was setting up another part of the movie, you know, because of something that happens when they go into the theater, but why did they need them? Just let one of the demons just open the fucking door. Like, come on now. It, It was really just pointless. Granted, they were so unlikable that it was kind of fun to watch them get killed, but still. You didn't yeah. even see, the, you only saw one of them get killed. The other three died off screen. Yeah, it's true, but still, it was kind of funny watching her get killed because she was kind of dumb. Number one, and I mean this with the most utmost respect by calling this uh, this actor this, Italian Ken Forey gets demonized at about 44 minutes into the film. And I call him Italian Ken Forey because it's an Italian horror film, and the guy has similar features to Ken Forey. It's like, a very striking resemblance to Ken Forey. He's giant, he's bald, and he's badass. And black. So, you know, but Italian I thought we were Ken Forey... Black History Month, uh... You know, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it makes me feel so sad, like, when he gets taken out in this film. Like, he's, like, the most likable character. By far. All right. So, number three... 
during some of the more suspense, quote unquote, suspenseful scenes of this film, the music didn't quite seem fitting. I mean, most of the music during this is like really cool 80s rock music. But during some of it, it sounded like music from Sega Genesis game, like some kind of like Sega Genesis game, which I did appreciate, but it didn't seem to fit with the rest of the film. So I mean, that off putting that was the 80s. That's the kind of music they put in everything. I mean, I like that stuff, but it's like, okay, like, am I playing Sonic the Hedgehog or watching a movie? I I can't even tell. Number two. Okay. I've watched hundreds of horror films. I'm a huge horror fan. Some of these films I've watched are straight up torture porn. And I'm usually not bothered by them in the slightest bit. I'm just that kind of dude, I guess. However, there is one thing that really disturbs me, and that is teeth. I I can watch people being disemboweled. I can watch people being sawed in half. I can watch people getting their eyeballs plucked out without flinching. Hell, I watched Cannibal Holocaust while eating spaghetti and meatballs. I watched the abortion scene in Nymphomaniac Part 2 while eating three strawberry Pop-Tarts. However, watching somebody's teeth get torn out or ripped out or broken, just ah, it's like my kryptonite. I, I can't even look, and that's... That's disappointing. And then there's a scene where it's very vivid and it's not even that bad, but like, I, I just can't stand that shit. It's a teeth thing, man. Like, it's my one weakness in horror films. I guess, oh. I guess we're never going to watch the movie The Dentist then. I mean, I, I, I did watch, um, what you call it? Um, the one with the plant. You know what I'm talking about? No. The, the one with the dentist song. You, um, Oh. Um, little shower horror. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's an evil dentist. There. That didn't bother me, but like actually seeing like teeth getting ripped out, like um, that. That's my one thing. That's the one thing that like I, I I can't handle that. I don't know why. And number one, spoiler alert. Like Corey actually had this one. Forty four minutes into the film, Italian Ken he was bitten by a demon pose by a demon possessed individual and presumably died which sucked because he was by far the best character in the entire film. Though as a demon, he still takes charge of the entire pack of demons, as if Ken Forhey, Italian or otherwise, would ever take bitch seat to anyone. And for the record, Italian Ken Forhey's real name is Bobby Rhodes, but I will, I will continue to refer to him as Italian Ken Forhey. I feel like he would appreciate that nickname because Ken Forhey is, like, fucking awesome. So I guess it's on to the top three. Um, for me, number three, towards the end of the movie, there's this great action sequence where uh, the guy, the George is riding around on a motorbike with a samurai sword just chopping the shit out of demons. Um, it's, it's fun to watch like someone like motorbiking across like theater seats and stuff. It's, uh, it's different. I mean, I don't, I don't recall any other movie where I've seen that happen, so... Samurai zombies, I don't know. I'm sure that's a movie somewhere. Samurai motorbiking. Yeah. Uh, number two, Bobby Rhodes, the Italian Ken Forey, is badass and the smartest character around. You know, he's the one ordering everybody around. He has all the ideas. He knows how to stay safe and, you know, keep everybody motivated. And, you know, even though he becomes a demon... He becomes the leader of the pack of demons. And even as a demon, like, it's hard to not root for him. Like, even as a demon with all the, like, live people, like, 
fighting for their lives and stuff. You're still like, get him, Italian Ken for you. Yeah, rip his throat out. Kick their asses. Demonize him. <laughs> so, get him, uh, Keenan's dead. <laughs> so number two goes to Bobby Rhodes, the Italian Ken for And number one, the violence, the gore, and the special effects in this film are awesome, and they're present throughout the majority of the film. Um, in most horror films or most films that, like, call themselves a splatter fest, you get, like, a couple scenes, like, here or there, or, like, the last 10 or 20 minutes of the film. This film, like, intersperses it, like, throughout it, and, like, Paul can't stand the teeth scene. That was one of the best transformation effects I've seen. I will it say it was so cool, good. but I couldn't watch it. It's, it's a personal thing I'm dealing with. Yeah, and you've got, like, scalpings and throat rippings out and chunks taken cool. out of people and you know, just all kinds of good old-fashioned gore. Oh, yeah. Is that number three for you? That, yeah, that was, that was number n- one. Number one, you know what I mean. All right, for number three, the events of the movie, within the movie, in this movie, correlated with the events going on in the movie that, was, that the movie, within this movie, was taking place in. And that was pretty cool, I guess, in like an Inception kind of way. Number two. You thought Inception, I thought Princess Bride. I have no clue. The dialogue in, in Demons was hilarious. I'm not quite sure if it was supposed to be funny. It may have just been the English dub since I don't speak a word of Italian, but it was funny nonetheless, and I greatly appreciated it. And this movie started having shit happen almost right away. Way too many movies consist of nothing happening until the last 20 minutes. This movie had people getting murdered within this first 20 minutes and gets torn apart. Nice job, Dario Argento. You never disappoint, do you? So, you know, Paul mentioned a little bit about the dialogue. I'm not sure what he was thinking there, but uh, let's see if you agree with a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who won. All right. Uh, you, you, you like the dialogue so much, you can start this time, Paul. All right, fine. It's a horror movie. I knew it. Shut up. I'll hold your hand if it's too scary. Sometimes all it takes is the right touch. It's a bunch of shit, baby. Smash everything. Shit, another door. Son of a bitch, shit. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film, please share it in the comments below. If you want to tell us anything about the movie Demons, please share it with us or anything else you'd like to say, you know. I saw most of the dialogue was better in context within co- conversation, but and yeah. and most of the great contact, great great lines came from Bobby Rhodes, the Italian Ken Forey. I mean, obviously, what do you expect? Anything less? And Paul, would you, I bet you would like to know he does show up again in Demons Two. Yes. All right. I, that that settles it. I'm definitely watching Demons Two, as if there was any like debate about that. So, I think we should give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are a reverse scale. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I gave it a 2 out of 10. Um, I mean, this film isn't perfect, but it is a great Italian splatterfest film. Filled with big hair, 80s rock, and gore galore, Demons is a truly enjoyable B-movie. Even if the horrible dubbing, even though it has horrible dubbing, you know, it fits within the context of the film. I mean, really, if you haven't seen it, I'd say you should try to find a copy of it. I know it's not cheap to find it nowadays. I mean, even used, they still run 
$20 on DVD around where I live. So um, I don't know. If you get a chance, check it out. Definitely worth it. I mean, it's a Dario Argento film, so can't disappoint. All right, I give this a 2 out of 10 because Demons is one of those rare movies like Dead Alive or Evil Dead 2 that manages to perfectly combine horror and comedy, two genres that are completely juxtaposed to each other and by all means should not be combined. The music was overall pretty awesome and oddly fit with the scenes that, that they were correlated with. None of the jokes felt forced, and the entire film, film flowed very well, surprisingly. Sure, some scenes were less than pleasant, teeth, but overall, I had a great time watching this film. Though, to be honest, after Italian Ken Forhey became a demon, I was rooting for his team. Dario Gento definitely has, is some kind of genius. That's undeniable. Now, I just want to clarify, you know, Dario Argento is the bigger name that is uh, associated with this film. He was the producer on this. The, the director, the film was actually by Umberto Leds, Lamberto Bava. Wait, Dario Argento was just a producer, even though they, like, flash his name at the beginning of the film? Yeah, yeah. Dar- uh, Dario Argento presents Demons, a film uh, by Lamberto Bava. That's, that's pretty who, lame. Uh, also did such films as Body Puzzle, Devilfish and you'll die at midnight. A, a lot lesser, you know, known films than well, Dario Argenta. We'll have to come up with reasons to watch those throughout the remaining throughout the other months. So uh, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B movie we review an A movie companion, tell you why these are the same movies, just of a different standard and caliber. Um, I gave mine. To uh, the 2009 film *Inglorious Bastards*, I picked *Scarface* from I don't know some year. Does it really even matter? It's *Scarface*. Everyone's seen that film. I haven't. Well, fuck you. So both *Demons* and *Inglorious Bastards* um, have major parts of the film taking place inside of a theater. You know, the the theaters where the demons emerge in uh, in *Demons*. And uh, the theater that's owned by Shoshana is where they uh, plan to kill Hitler in Inglorious Bastards. In both films, there are foreign invaders inside the theater, whether those invaders are demons or the American soldiers known as the Inglorious Bastards. In both the films, there are three major factions which are focused on throughout the film. In Demons, it's the moviegoers, the demons, and the punks that, you know, are there for some reason. In Inglorious Bastards, you have the people that run the theater, the Nazis, and the Inglorious Bastards. In both films, the theater is a trap. Either it's rigged to explode, or, you know, meant to summon demons. And, finally, both films take place in a country which was part of the Axis powers of World War II. Demons takes place in Italy, and Inglorious Bastards takes place in Germany. Indeed. All right, I picked Scarface because... In Scarface, Al Pacino, who is Italian in real life, was playing a Cuban man. And in Demons, at least in the dubbed version we watched, it takes place in Italy with an Italian cast, but seems to pretend to take place in America or somewhere else. I don't know. People in both movies die. And there's not really a lot of blood after each death. Yeah, that works. Italian Ken Voorhees' suit in and Demons kind of looks like Tony Monta- Montana's um, 
suit in Scarface. Well, they're both white suits, so yeah, why not? I mean, kind of looks like Tony Montoya's suit from uh, Saturday Night Fever, too. Yeah. I think it's Montoya. Yeah, Montoya. I mean, staying Um, alive. Yeah. And I was hoping that the bad guy in both films would prevail. However, they both died. Demon Ken Forhey was ultimately defeated at the end of Demons, and... Well, I guess he's in Demons too, but it looked like he was defeated in Demons. And Scarface was shot down in one of the most epic scenes in any film ever at the end of Scarface. So, I mean, anyone who's not Corey knows what I'm talking about. So, yeah. You forgot cocaine. Well, yeah, there's a lot of cocaine. And both movies have a lot of cocaine in them, so there's that. So, I think it's, uh, you know, if you want to watch an A-movie version, you can check out Scarface or Inglorious Bastards. I think it's time, though, that we tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Remember, friends, drink responsibly. But we're going to give you some drinking games for this film. Number one, every time rock or metal music plays, take a drink. Number two, anytime you see the red motorbike, take a drink. Number three, every time someone mentions the movie, take a drink. Number four, whenever Italian... and Forey is a badass. Take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's monsters are randomly causing havoc month. Every time monsters cause havoc, take a drink. Number one, every time someone becomes a demon, take a drink. Every time someone is bitten, scratched, or cut in some way, take a drink. Every time you see a poster of a classic horror film, take a drink. And every time someone other than, than Italian Ken Forey is a badass... Take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. So we've come to the end of week one of, uh, of March here, and uh, Demons is in the top spot. Go figure. Yeah, believe it or not, right now this is number one for me, too. So um, next week, as we continue March... Um, Monsters are roving carnivorous hunters, and we'll see some lycanthropes return home in the 2002 film Dog Soldiers. You know, it'll be nice to get away to a cabin in the woods and see Sean Pertwee in action as well. There you go. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get <laughs> all